Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, everybody. Guess what? We are back from our break, you guys. This is Crushing It. I'm still your host, Robert. And this is just a podcast where I get my friends on and I ask them all the hard questions like, how do you crush? Who's your first crush? Who's your celebrity crush in? Who are you crushing on now? Yeah, you guys, we go there. But for the first episode back, you guys, I have none other than Jorge Berrios. He is Cuban. He's Puerto Rican. He's an actor. He's an improviser. He's an all-around great dude. I've known this guy for about four years plus right now, and he is on the come up. He's been in the 2018 Bob Curry Fellowship, the 2018 CBS Diversity Comedy Showcase, the Latino Scene Showcase presented by the National Hispanic Media Coalition. You guys, this is just a real feel-good episode. It's a little longer than most because it needs to be, you guys. It's like family talking to family, and guess what? Today, you're a part of our family. I like you, I love you, I miss you guys, and Brandon, let's just roll the thing. I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a got um. I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a got um. I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. I got a got um. I got a crush on you, I got a crush on you. Um, I think I'm ready for relationships now. <laughs> so you guys heard that, but let's get this thing rolling. Let's get Jorge into this relationship. Jorge Berrios, thank you so much for doing this. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank Come you for on. inviting me. No. Jorge, you are doing every, you've been killing it this year. Oof. You did this what? C, uh, C, CBS Diversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had the what was it, National The National Hispanic, Hispanic Media Coalition. I know it's a mouthful. National Hispanic Media Coalition Latino Scene Showcase. You, you've done Second City. You're still yeah. at your UCB. You're still yeah. doing improv. You're doing everything right now, Jorge. Oof. It's so uh, to get you in here is a treat. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I when you first started and you were like, "Hey, would you ever want to be on it?" I was like, "Oh man, I would love to be on it. I just need time." Yeah. 
but you're so big. And then also last year you just got off of you got CBS right after you were on the uh, Hispanic Attack. Yes. So yes, it's just been constantly moving for you. Ah, wow. Like now that you say it all, like it kind of just hits me again. I'm just like, wow. Like it, what a journey it has been. It's you're doing a shitload oh of stuff. God. Like you're working. Like you are moving on up. Like I'm just very blessed. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Um, I I uh wow. Well, here's the thing. Very 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 funky on this topic of like who we're crushing on and and who are who are we interested in. It's like with this journey mm-hmm. of of chasing the career chasing the dream you know it's it's tough to have someone there yes. with you while you're doing all these showcases and while you're putting yourself out there and like meeting with with uh, agents and casting directors and um so it's like you know you're doing all this but you're lonely bro <laughs> no but like like our first guest said eileen or like one of my favorite things she said she was just like right now i'm crushing on myself and for the last year mm, you've been crushing on yourself mm, like wow yeah like you've just been taking care of you wow. so that you can uh in the future you have you're happy with yourself and what you're doing yeah so that you're not wow. bringing any like negative energy into like your future relationship yeah. and stuff like that oh damn i never thought about that yeah that is wow that is so thank you eileen if she ever hears this episode. <laughs> eileen wants, she will eileen wants to know we'll oh hit you oh my up god in two seconds i, I never you. thought about that i am crushing on myself yeah and it sounds very narcissistic but it's like it's not though it's just it's just this is my time and also think about just like you just said from where you were a year ago to where you are now you in that relationship with yourself you've grown so much yes yeah and like yes. i feel like you've just upped your like from what you were doing just even like from like thank you hispanic attack to like where you're at now like with thank the you. national uh the hispanic <laughs> nhmc you just yeah. say nhmc <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, it's so tough i know but like where you're at like right now like you are like you're skyrocketing, dude, and it's because you. you crush on yourself. If you had somebody, maybe if you had somebody at that time, mm. they like because you also since you are so giving, you would want to give enough time to that person. Yeah, you would have missed a couple steps. True that that you needed for yourself. Right. I would have downshifted the car. Yeah, and been like instead of being in sixth gear, uh, I'm doing I'm using car quotes now. I would have brought it down to fourth yeah. gear and just been like, oh no, I'm coasting now because I'm with somebody that I care about. But instead, it was like, nah, we going in, we going with the NOS, the Fast and Furious, and and just going it right. They always press that button. They're like, woo! I've always thought about them filming that and being like, okay, and you're gonna scream in three, two, one. <laughs> That's stupid. But yeah, like you, yeah, so like, and also like just using car analogies, like you were taking care of your car, which is yourself. Yeah, yeah. heavy maintenance. Yeah, heavy maintenance. So and- you need it this time. So like you, you are ready for like you know so you are you can be when you're right yeah well, I, I what i'm what i'm getting out of what you're saying right now robert is that you got to love yourself mm-hmm. before you can love somebody else <laughs> and i feel like i've been loving other people for so long and like just wanting to be great for them but it's like how about being great for yourself and that way we could be great together yeah um so i really just got that and i really i never thought about it in that perspective that i've been crushing on myself yeah wow that's very enlightening and and I appreciate you putting up this podcast and inviting me, of course. And it's like this is a way to like disconnect. Yeah. And can I talk about something different? And I acknowledge you for for doing this because a lot of people are like, you. Oh man, I could do this podcast or oh I could do this idea. And then we don't take that step. You know I appreciate that. Just by the microphone. 
just get the just get the system just get a guest just figure it out you know and i have producer brandon to thank a lot for that too just letting me come in with equipment yeah. and just being like hey you guys we're using this room now That's and great. then producer brandon figured everything out on how to edit how to wow get fun. i acknowledge both of you i appreciate you jorge so let's get right. to how do you crush if your crush is in the room right now how do you act um so <laughs> i feel like at this point in my life i just like you know i'm like a lion in the jungle i just study the prey i really just watch okay. i really just i see i try to see if there's an area of opportunity for entrance of conversation but through helping it's kind of weird um i'll give you an example one time i was at flanagan's this is a this is a bar uh in miami okay that's very it's very popular great seafood like just a great vibe after 10 o'clock if you buy a pitcher of beer they give you 10 wings for free yeah so i mean you can sometimes we'll get pitchers and we just won't get the wings because we're like bro we can't eat the wings yeah. anymore but that's that's the setup of this I place i still want the i still want the pitcher <laughs> right 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 i want that picture but i don't need 30 wings yeah. now because i've already had three pitchers um but there was these two women that came and they were eating at the bar mm -hmm. and I was, it was me and my buddy. And I mean, they were both very attractive and I mean, they looked over, we looked over. And so it was like, where's the opportunity? Where's the opportunity? Cause I feel like just walking up and being like, Hey, I'm Jorge. It's a, sometimes those odds aren't in your favor. Yeah. Um, and so one of the girls was eating ribs and she had ran out of napkins. Like I could tell that she was like looking around, her hands were just full of barbecue sauce and I could just see it that she was looking for napkins. And we're sitting at the bar and there's a bunch of napkins like right next to me. Uh -huh. And so I just walked, I just grabbed like a handful of napkins, gave them to her and just was like, here you go, it looked like you needed these and then walked away, done. So then my buddy was like, bro, they were just staring at you as you walked away. And I was like, let's see what happens. And maybe five minutes later, they went to walk to the bathroom, which was, they had to walk past us. And they were like, oh my God, thank you so much for the napkins. They yeah. went to the bathroom, they came out and they sat next to us. And then we ended up talking to them for like an hour or two. And then they came over to my friend Nick's house. Mm -hmm. And then we just hung out and had beers. And it was like, all I had to do was find an opportunity to help. Yeah. I feel like that's my, that's my way of breaking the ice without being like an aggressive, like, like a real lion in the jungle is just gonna yeah. eat you up. Just like, hey, you mind? Let's go. <laughs> right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> um, so that's, I guess that's how I crush. I just watch, and I'm just like, wow. Um, how can I, how can I help? And that's how I break this ice. Okay. All right. So, so do you uh, do you usually like nine times out of ten like approach them like once you find your entryway in, or uh, do you sometimes just like take a step back? I feel like it all depends on eye contact. Okay. If I don't get any eye contact, then it's like Over. they're probably not about it. Okay. Yeah. And I and depending on what's going on, like I might so I used to I used to approach I used to approach um like at when I used to go to bars, not not bars, when I used to go to clubs, mm -hmm. there was there's you know this, there's always this one girl mm -hmm. that's like dancing with her homegirl and she's not dancing with any dudes yeah. ever 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 but she's dancing and she's attractive and everybody's trying to dance with her and you'll just see a dude walk up, boom. She says no. Another dude, yeah. boom, she says no. She says no. So I would walk up and I would just say, hey, I think it's very funny that all these dudes are trying to dance with you and you're just knocking them all down. Like, that's crazy. And she'll just start laughing. And then I'm like, okay, cool. And then I would walk away. 
And then if there's eye contact after, the number one the number one move, I feel like this has worked for me 99% of the time. And so this is one of the secrets yeah. that I'm, I'm letting loose on this podcast. Oh, you guys get your pen and paper ready. Here we go. Here we go. Take notes. You put your booty on her booty and booty dance on her, but booty to yeah. booty and not crotch to booty. Yeah. Because crotch to booty, you're already... You're it's going less to, intimidating. Right. Yeah, and it's more goofy, and it's I got right. a sense of humor. Right. I feel safe around you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If there's that eye contact that we've had already because of this line or whatever that I said of like, oh, this is very funny. This is happening. Yeah. Because I'm just acknowledging reality. And she's like, oh, well, and sometimes they don't laugh at that, which is, which obviously that I'm not going to booty yeah. dance on the booty dance. Um, <laughs> but if it gets a laugh, then the next step is just booty on booty. Yeah. And usually they'll turn me around and yeah. they'll, and then they'll put their booty on me. And then I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, and also, because your first move was kind of like, it was not being rude. It was just, hey, I see you. Right. Right. I and see it's just, you. I, I acknowledge you. Thank I you for making you. me laugh. I see you, girl. And she's like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. And like, it's just the way of entry and also just seeing if they're interested. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if they like that that, that move or not. Right. Like, and once you know, then it's bring that booty on <laughs> right bring that booty on over and just and and make sure you know how to work that booty though like the dudes who are taking notes right now i mean really work on your twerk really work on your, your twerk twerking game. yeah 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 work on that twerk game a girl appreciate the good twerk right because yeah. they they see the hips they see the hip thrust and they're like oh okay that might mean something else as well <laughs> so get in uh, so also put that uh, notepad down and get in the mirror and just work on this that's it that's it daily no shame in your twerking game, you Daily guys. Kegels, you know, just really just really squeeze in tight, let loose. 20 to 40 times a day, you feel me? Just really squeeze, let loose. Like in a scary, what is it, scary movie too? I squeeze in really, really tight and let loose. <laughs> right. Oh, God. Do you remember your first crush? Oh, my first crush. Yes. When you texted me, so Rob, Rob does text you the questions before uh, so you come in. Just people aren't like, you know. Super surprised, which yeah. I was ready to improvise. I was like, let's get it. But I do remember. I do remember my first crush. It's crazy. So I was born in San Jose, California. Okay. And then we moved to Miami when I was six. Wow. Yeah. So you're <clears> actually a California boy. So I'm actually, yeah. I'm actually a... I'm a, not a, letting you say... I'm telling everybody who hates from California now. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a NorCal dude. Yeah. Um, her name was Amanda, or I'm sorry, she was white. So her name was Amanda Angulo, A-N-G-U-L-O. And I used to call her Amanda Angulo, which means butt in <laughs> yeah. Spanish. Yeah. So I would tease her. But it was like, I remember she had like blue eyes and like dirty blonde hair. And I mean, I was like, I was like five or six years old, but I just remember... I remember us pushing each other and like my mom knew her mom and I tried to find her own because that's a that's a memorable name. You yeah. feel me? Amanda Angulo. How do you not find that? Did you try Amanda Angulo? Dude. <laughs> she might have changed her name. <laughs> I think she got married real quick to get rid of that last name. Um, but I haven't been able to find her on any social media. But I just remember like I just remember like looking at her and being like, Wow, I've never seen anything like this mm -hmm. because I was always surrounded by uh, Latinos. Mm -hmm. And so we were all brown and we were all like, we all had accents. And so someone spoke really perfect English. Excuse me. And I was just like, wow. And then obviously we all have, we uh, a huge population of us have brown eyes. And so like, I'm fortunate enough to have green eyes. So whenever someone has light eyes, I'm just like, whoa. 
That's cool. Yeah, like yeah, we have the same weird thing. Like you right. know, not we're, weird thing, but like yeah, we have the same like you know. Yeah, we're X Men. We're yeah. mu- we're mutants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm Anangulo. That was my first. That was my first ever crush, and then I'll never know where she is ever again. We're gonna find her. I we're gonna was, find her. Prince Brandon can get on it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get a private investigator. NorCal. We can spot her. Uh, I'm thinking about like around 1988. Yeah, I was born 1988, so it must it must have been 1992, 92, 93, 93. But I'm saying she, you guys were in the same grade, right? Oh yeah, so she was so born she, 1988. 19, yeah, 1988. Oh, 1988, Amanda Angulo. <laughs> They're looking it up. This is hilarious. <laughs> uh, Lakeside Dentistry. Oh, David Angulo. Maybe she has a husband that took her last name. He's like, you know what, he's honey? A feminist. Right there, it is. 2018. He's baby. like, I got you. I'll take your last name. Uh, Jorge, do you remember anybody? older like i'm uh, not older than her but like uh when yeah, you were yeah, a yeah. little bit older like another older crush yeah um so let me see let me see let me see let me see let's let's rolodex oh my god yes <laughs> wow okay so dude yes okay i love this quote when people like when they when they go into their rolodex and finally find that one they're like yeah wait yes Okay, so this was uh, this is I mean this is this is still young, but it's but it's like the time where you start like making out and stuff and like kissing and stuff. So it's like her name is my mother's maiden name. So her name is Carida Montero. And this was so we knew each other since elementary school. Uh-huh. And this is in Miami. This is in Miami. This is in Miami. Cuban girl, green eyes brown skin like i'll show you a picture i was like this woman is an angel um and she was always dating this one dude uh his name is leo super cool guy they're both super cool um but i always had a cr- like dude like the heaviest of the heaviest yeah so this is how heavy this crush was how old were you so this is this is this is sixth grade well this this went from fourth grade to sixth grade okay um, so this means that I was what, 12, 12, 13? Yeah. yeah. So you six, around that seven, area. eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Uh, sixth grade is 11. Okay. So for 11, and then we didn't go to the same middle school, but we still hung out. So 11, 12, 13, 14, like this went on. Cause then we ended up going into the same high school. Oh, so we didn't God. go to the same middle school. So we ended up going to the same high school. And so I was still crushing on her in high school. Yeah. It's all coming back to me. Oh my God, that's right. We did go to the same high school. <laughs> okay, so I was crushing on this girl so hard that I had a girlfriend in, oh my God, she doesn't know this, this girl. I had a, <laughs> I had a girlfriend in sixth grade and I had never kissed anyone before uh-huh. and I never kissed her because I wanted Caridad to be my first <laughs> kiss. And so she That's always so cute. She always tried to kiss me and I was like no and I would kiss her in the cheek and I felt so bad. I felt so bad. But I was like god, I only want Caridad to be my first kiss. Yeah. And so that girl be, probably thinks you you were closeted. Oh, dude, that girl, <laughs> right. Who knows what yeah. she thought about me? Um so we ended I mean we ended up obviously breaking up because we never kissed. So it was like Wow, like, well, what a what a douchebag Jorge was. And back then, people would call me George. People call me George in Miami. But I changed it in LA to Jorge because nobody thinks I'm Latino out here. But whatever, that's a separate story. So, one day, this is in chorus class. Okay. 
the teacher's gone, we're all just there, and we start playing truth or dare. In high school. It, no, this is middle school. <laughs> this is still this is sixth grade. This is sixth grade. So this is sixth grade. I still haven't kissed anybody. Um and one of my friends is there. Yeah. And he knows. He knows. He knows that I've that I've been wanting this. And so he's just like, Got it out truth right there. And she's like, Dare. And I was she's like, I dare to kiss George. And then I was like, Oh my God. My heart was like beating out of my chest. Bro, I was I feel like I was the most nervous I've ever been in my life or will ever be in my life. I was like, Oh my God, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. Can we curse on this podcast? Yeah. My bad. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, God, don't mess this up. And then we just kissed. Oh no, fuck yeah, you can curse. <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah, motherfuckers. We cursing. We cursing. And so we kissed and I was just like, Wow, I can't believe it, bro. I did it. Now I can make out with anybody. <laughs> I just know that she was my first kiss. And so then we, so, cause she ended up being single yeah. in that moment. But then we kissed. And then she ended up going back with the dude Leo. So it was just like, it was that one time thing. It was that one moment. God, she had a cool, she had an act, like a cool ass, like sixth grade year. Like, Bro, she had a life, man. She had, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish my sixth grade year was that act. <laughs> like, Dude. I like, I would have felt so cool. Like, it was lit. It was lit. Cause everybody, cause she was like that girl. Cause she was so cool. Like yeah. in, in high school, she was a cheerleader. Um, and it was just like this home feel. Like yeah. she was just so nice and so cool and, and so caring, attractive. And, and she was just caring, a good person. And down to yeah. earth. Yeah. And I mean, also, you know, back then I was a fat kid with glasses. And so I was like, this girl's never going to kiss me. Cause she's like, like she won, I think, most popular or best mm -hmm. smile. One of the, and I never won any of those superlatives, man. I was a loser. Like I was a dork back then. Mm -hmm. And then, like in high school, like at the end of middle school, going into high school, I started getting acne. And so then it was like, damn, I'm fat. I got glasses <laughs> and I got pimples. I'm done. Oh. Um, and I feel like that's also where like my 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 comedy came from because yeah. i was always making fun of myself and just the situation that i was in but i was also like wow man a a pimply glasses fat kid got to kiss caridad motero and i was like yeah and then after that i ended up dating this girl melissa and she used to smoke cigarettes in the back of the school like she was like like she had an older sister because yeah. we were on the set we were like six yeah it was sixth grade and she used to smoke cigarettes and i was like wow she's a badass and then we started making out. Like, I had never made out. Yeah. I just kissed Carida. But, dude, we were making out, and I was like, wow, this is insane. So it was a it was a big journey for me, that sixth grade year. Oh All right, that was a very long answer. I'm no, sorry. No, that was a perfect answer. That's what, I, that's what the whole podcast <laughs> oh, okay. is about. What am I? Dude, I just relived huge moments of my life that I haven't. I don't think I've I don't think I've gone back in my mind about this in such a long time. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, wow. what you have locked up in there, and you dude, forget. Dude, this is great. What happened wow. when you went back to uh, when you saw her back in high school? Well, so back in high school, um, okay, so okay, so my elementary school went up to sixth grade. Usually, middle schools are sixth, seventh, and eighth. Yeah. So my middle, my elementary school went up to sixth grade. So I ended up going seventh and eighth grade to a different middle school. Mm -hmm. And in this middle school, I met this girl, Bridget Rodriguez. Oh my God. So this was like Amanda Angulo yeah. and Caridad Montero together as one person. So you're just make, you're just mashing up your crushes, yeah. dude. I guess so. Like I'm realizing it right now yeah. as I'm talking to you because Bridget looked like a white girl, but she was Cuban. So she had the blonde hair. I think she had light eyes, but she was also Cuban. And so it was just like, well, but she was dating this dude, uh, Louis. 
Uh, they're always dating somebody, bro. I'm like, damn, what's going on? You always um, get there too late. I know, dude. I'm always, I'm always one second too late. Um, but I was crushing on her hard in middle school. I mean, in, in, yeah, in middle school. And then we went to high school. We ended up at the same high school. So, so all three. Cari- so it's Carida <laughs> and it's Bridget in the same high school. And I ended up dancing Bridget's uh, quinceanera. Um, and uh, for all of my white people, oh, it's that's a sweet right, fifteen. Right. <laughs> a sweet fifteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't do sweet sixteens. We do sweet fifteens. And there's a lot of just. Uh, a lot of uh, adults that are drunk and a lot of dancing and there's you know it's just it's just it's a whole thing and she had her parents had money so they had like a laser light show oh nice we did yeah dude it was like a whole shebang it was crazy it was crazy so it's kind of like on my super sweet 16 right 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 it yeah. was like one of those shows yeah for, for real like before that, that before that show was even popping yeah like they were doing it she already she was on it my yeah. crush was on it <laughs> like, my crush was on it that's why I was crushing on it you feel me <laughs> she got that lot lot money uh, oh my god but it was it was it was a very it was a very funny situation because I was very tall. Mm-hmm. I'm always, I, I'm still very tall, and she was very tall. And so it was like I had never really been interested in a woman that was like tall. Mm-hmm. I've always uh, I've always been interested in like short women. You prefer them short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this was like the first woman that I was like, wow, I see eye to eye with her, literally and figuratively. Uh, so that was so that kind of op- that kind of broadened things up for me. Even though you know what. I gotta go back. Melissa was very tall too. Melissa was actually tall as well, and I think that's what got me into. Okay, maybe I can do this. And then Bridget just blew it over, blew it out of the water. Um, yeah, yeah. That's some great first crushes. Yeah, and the fact that it all came back, dude, to okay. uh, high school. Barbara Goldman Senior High. I'd be like, when you when you see one, you're like, what? And then you see the next one, you're like, no. Yeah. Oh my god. So crazy. So crazy. That's like a uh, that's kind of like a wonder year situation. Like you had yeah. the whole from like little kid to like high school or not even wonder years. Like this would be more recent. Uh, Boy Meets World. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Wow, man, I should write you had this. The Miami Boy Meets World. That's it. I should write it. I should write it because it literally was. It was a t- it was it was a town. Mm-hmm. So it was a town. It was a vibe because it was because that that elementary school was in like the deep rooted Cuban neighborhood. And then the middle school was deep rooted into like the rich white but rich Cuban side, like more money and stuff. Because yeah. we used my sister's address for me to go to that school. <laughs> I was supposed to go to a different middle school, but you know how you know how yeah. Latino, you know how you know how minorities also, are. They can't take this diploma feel, back, you guys. Right? We yeah. we 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 borrow addresses <laughs> yeah. to be able to get into the good schools. Yeah. I mean, we do what we have to do. Right, right, right. It's gonna get done. Yeah. My son's gonna go to a better school. And so then in high school, it was my elementary school people. People, my middle school people boom in the same school in high school and I was just like wow my child self has met my teenage self well my 12 and 13 you have 14 a good year. six seven season show right now dude it's so wow and the Latino so community crazy. needs their own boy meets world dude they really do wow well, I mean, what a journey this podcast has become. <laughs> I didn't expect it, right? Holy moly, I didn't expect I didn't expect this to go on this right. I think I'm being too loud. Every time I talk, it oh, goes no. into the red. You're perfect. My Producer bad. Let me, back has up. It. Let me back up. But uh, let's just take a quick little break, and we'll be right back, you okay, guys, don't. with Jorge Berrios. Ooh-wee. How y'all doing, everybody? This is Reggie B with the legendary R&B group, 
R and J. My sister's not here, but that's all right. I just wanted to tell y'all about my new album that's coming out in the fall. It's all about crushing. That's right. Everybody love is in the air. That's just a little bit. I don't want to give y'all too much. We all need love, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and crushing it is what it's all about. You know, like I used to crush on cocaine. <laughs> But I hit, I, 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 I kicked the habit. I, I, I ain't doing it no more. All right now, uh, well, just go on ahead and check it out. Crushing it, Ricky out. And we're back, you guys. And we're back, Jorge, you guys. Hey. You guys, we just relived Jorge's middle school, elementary, middle, and high school years. I mean, wow, wow. I mean, during the break, I really just sat back for a second and was like, wow. That really did happen, and I haven't spoken about it in so long. It's, uh, I love, I love every bit of it. Oh my god! But I let's loved it. talk about. Uh, we can even go back to like uh, people when you were also that age. Uh, do you have any celebrity crushes? My, I want to say my biggest celebrity crush for a long time was Sandra Bullock. Wow, that's, Sen- that's Sandra Bullock. So funny because we just <laughs> talked about Sandra Bullock right before this spot. We started this podcast. Really. No, remember we were talking about the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. You did say Sandra Bullock. <laughs> what, what were you guys talking about again? We're the speed bus. That's oh, that's right. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, dude, I've gone on such a journey in this podcast that I completely forgot that that happened. And <laughs> when we talked about speed, and I talked about Sandra Bullock, I was gonna say coming attractions because I'm gonna talk oh. about her again. And then I completely forgot to talk. I completely forgot to say it because we just went into this elementary thing. <laughs> And then I was blown away, and then my memory no longer worked at that point because I was remembering that truth or dare that really changed my life forever, and I will never be the same man ever again. It's still so cute how you went, you saved your first kiss for her, dude. Like, I, yeah, it was almost like virginity, but of my lips. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna save myself for you, Carida Montero. I only want my lips to touch your lips like, for the first time, and then after that, it's okay. Even <laughs> like just like, cause like you need to write this because I could seeing a kid say that like to somebody. Like on a like TV show would be so fucking funny. Yeah, like taking yeah. it so seriously. Like, like, like these labios are like sacred. These labios are only for you. <laughs> and I know that you have a boyfriend, but one day I know you're gonna break up with him for like a week, and I'm gonna get in there with the truth or dare. <laughs> like you get like a a bandaid. It's just like a chastity. Band-aid. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> like, I have my mom do like a Halloween makeup thing of warts <laughs> on my mouth, and so that way no one wants to kiss me. But it's really just fake because I'm saving it for her. <laughs> <laughs> a band-aid chastity belt that's very funny wait okay let's go back to Sandra Bullock oh my Bullock. bad my bad my bad no, so Sandra Bullock fault. Sandra Bullock no 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 you're good you're good so Sandra Bullock Sandra Bullock uh, my mom really loves Richard Gere Julia Roberts and Sandra Bullock so I grew up watching a lot of Pretty Woman Notting Hill favorite uh, Pretty Woman quote ooh favorite Pretty Woman quote oh god uh, you know, <laughs> it's very irrelevant to the film, it but does. right at the end when the dude's like, welcome to Hollywood, <laughs> that, that dude killed me because for years I was like, why is he saying that though? And if we go back and we really watch what happens, it's a dude in a limo with flowers that goes up a fire escape ladder to give a woman who's a known prostitute in the area flowers and want to, I guess, marry her or date her. I can't remember how it ends, if he if he ends up proposing or 
but he but he goes up and he wants and he wants to be with her and so that's already crazy within itself yeah and then when you live in hollywood and you live in la and you see all the crazy stuff that happens here i've multiple times said welcome to hollywood like just there's a dude taking a Using the restroom on the street. Yeah. And he's not doing number one. But and he's dressed in a uh, Spider-Man outfit. Right. It's Spider-Man and the Hulk, and they're just dropping a deuce on the Hollywood stars. I wish I could remember one of the quotes of the of the of the of the dude though. No, that was perfect because I feel like that was even that was really relevant for you. Just like that's the one quote that you remember, and then you ended up moving to Hollywood. And then I ended up moving here. I ended up. So you could say it daily. <laughs> I ended up wanting to just know why he said it, and then I really figured it out. And now I feel like I say it multiple times. Um, so now you are the man. <laughs> yes, and one of, and my favorite moment of that movie is when he hits her with that box. Like she goes to touch the diamond necklace, mm-hmm. and he just hits her with the box, and she starts laughing. I feel like that was a very genuine moment that might have been improvised, but it's like that's like yeah, I'm Richard Gere. I got money, but I'm still clowning. I'm still gonna stomp on these fingers if you try to grab this necklace. I have to go back oh and watch God. that movie. I have oh, a dude, really bad guy. I've so not good. seen it. Um. So real quick, sorry. I just want to go back to Sandra because Sandra. I mean, Julia Roberts is great, and I love Julia Roberts, and she has a beautiful smile. The thing about Sandra Bullock. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. I know I'm you're trying gonna to say figure something. out how I got to Julia Roberts. What I meant to say. Go, because we saw, we said Pretty Women. That's why. Yeah, and you were like Pretty Woman quote. Yeah. Dope. Um, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Miss Congeniality. There's a movie called While You Were Sleeping. I haven't uh, seen that. So, Miss Congeniality. So While You Were Sleeping is a movie where um, this dude that rides a train every day. She's the person who takes the tickets for the train. She's in love with this dude, like physically just in love with him. She doesn't mm-hmm. really talk to him. The dude falls down the train tracks, and she saves his life. And then the family thinks that Sandra Bullock is the girlfriend, and she's not, but she says she is. Oh, and so while he was sleeping, they think that she's the girlfriend of the of the dude when the whole time she was not. And I re I rewatched it uh, like a piece of it, and I noticed that the movie takes place in Chicago. And when the dude falls down the train tracks, there's a moment where she's like, "Sir, sir, sir, you gotta get up, sir, you gotta get up." And behind her, it says the Second City. <sighs> there's a Second City poster right behind her, and I'm like. You see, bro? It was there all along. I just didn't see it. So not only did you have the Julie Roberts, Welcome to Hollywood, you had Sandra Bullock telling you to go to Second City Boom. at see, the same time. All of these all these women just really just really telling me where to go and I just didn't see it. You just weren't Guys, paying attention. You gotta open your eyes. Watch the side. You gotta open your eyes. And also I love that that's one way to get your crush. Boom. Just save his <laughs> life and then while he's in a coma for a couple months, <laughs> tell the family that y'all are together. You feel me? I'm a cuff that, regardless of whether he wants to or not. Was this the first uh, mm. movie that you started to have a crush on her? Yes. Um, I'm trying to think back. I'm trying to think back, but I think this was it. Um, I I have to look back at what other movies she's made because I know that there were other ones. But here's the thing about Sandra Bullock. This is why this is why I love Sandra Bullock so much, and it is because of the the nose her nose it's it's very critiqued people will say that it has imperfections the thing about the thing about her nose is that i think it's so sexy and it's so cute and so my my mom so a little bit of little i always bring in the family my mom has a birthmark on her cheek um that she covers with makeup 
because they used to make fun of her in in Cuba in school mm -hmm. uh, because of that birthmark. And so I've always had this thing with birthmarks or like things that people say, oh, you shouldn't have that or oh, you should fix yeah. that or oh, you should cover that because I get to see my mom. You know, I grew up seeing my mom without makeup on and just seeing that birthmark. And it's not very big, um, but it's just on the side of her cheek. And, you know, I saw my mom as herself and as her truest self. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, um, you know, being teased because of my acne, I can't even imagine what my mom was being told because of that, for lack of a better term, imperfection. And so when yeah. I see Sandra Bullock, I'm like, yeah, yo, y'all are roasting her for a nose imperfection, but I think it's so perfect. Yeah. I think it's, it's so perfect great. for them. It was made for them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I love a good, like, um, like a, like a, like a, a quirk because it makes them, it makes the person more uniquely them yeah. than nobody else is. Right. So like, I, I, I fucking love that. We're all, we're all just snowflakes. Yeah. And like, I mean, so her shows on her face, you know what I'm saying? Right. And also who the fuck says what a, like a regular nose is? Right. What is a regular nose? <laughs> yeah. What is a regular face? Like, these are all things that we've grown up to think. Like, yeah. I, there's like a, I forgot the exact quote, but Macy Gray says, the thing that they, that people make fun of you most for is the thing that you're going to make the most money with. Yeah. You know, because they, everybody made fun of her voice. And then True. she ended up blowing up and making tracks and everybody, and everybody bought her albums. And it's like, well, look at me now. Yeah. I had this voice that all y'all roasted me on, but now I'm making that money. Yeah. Now I'm singing all the way to the bank. Right. Uh, do you have any, like, when you were a kid, like, any, like, other than Sandra Bullock, any crushes? Um, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, it was any woman on Sabado Gigante, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sabado Gigante is a show, it's a Latino <laughs> show hosted by Don Francisco. And, I mean, the women are just half naked. I mean, I know that everyone that's listening to this podcast has strolled by a Spanish show at one point or another. It's that and, one that you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it's that one. It's that one. And the women are just half naked. And I'm just like, wow, holy moly. Like, this is insane. I used to have a big crush on the weather girl for Channel 7 News in Miami. She, I don't remember her name, but I just remember watching the. I remember watching weather just for her. Like I always knew whether to wear a jacket or not, but it was because she was a baddie. Like I would just watch the weather and be like, "Wow!" I mean, this woman is gorgeous. I like to think of it as your parents are always like. I think Jorge is going to be, I think George is going to be a weatherman. He yeah. really likes weather. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's up, he's up to, I'm, uh, before we leave, he always tells me, you're not going to need a jacket today. You're going to need an umbrella today. You know, he's just a meteorologist in the making. And yeah. I was like, nah, bro, I'm just looking at the booty. You know, I'm sorry. Just, mom, keep an umbrella in the car today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I also had a huge crush on... Um, uh, Roger Rabbit's uh, girlfriend, uh, Jessica. No. Jessica Rabbit. Yes. Oh my God. I mean, talk about talk about talk about artistry. Really setting up. Uh, that was a sexual ass dude, cartoon, and that's the thing. Like, no woman is up to can can look like that. Like, she has no rib cage. I mean, it's impossible. And so they, you know, this is the problem. You know, it sets this standard as a child that I'm like, oh wow. You know, I'm really enjoying what I'm looking at. And then w now I expect women to look like this. Yeah. I look back and I look at, you know, I even look at April O'Neil. Dude, April O'Neil's waist was so slim. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just like every single woman that we looked up to in these, in these, uh, I mean, Kelly Kapowski, um, you know, Lisa Turtle. 
Um, who else? Uh, the pink Kimberly, the Pink Ranger from Power Rangers. Yes. You know, it's this huge standard, and then it's like, well, where are they at? And it's like, bro. Like, women are so beautiful in every shape, and every form. And it's like, why didn't they show us these different shapes and forms in these cartoons? Because all they set us up for was like, oh, you have to you have to look like this. And it's like, ah, come on. Yeah. I mean, they really did, like, you know, set the standards to where, like, fucked with kids' heads. And I mean, like, now, like, their expectations are way up here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, even with G.I. Joes. Yeah. You know, there was never a fat G.I. Joe. And it's like, you wanted to be, you wanted to be a hero. Right. And so you had to have a six pack. You had to, like, I remember, I remember being a kid and watching Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, being like, "Wow, I'm a fat kid. I'm never gonna have a six pack ever." But those dudes are killing it. Like, yeah. I, I know that I can never look like that, you know. And it, it really just fucks sets with, the standard. And it fucks with your head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because like, I'm like, dude, I really like Twinkies. <laughs> and also, there's a lot of people in the military who like Twinkies too. You know what I'm saying? Right. Not everybody is a GI Joe side. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. so, like fuck that. Like eat your Twinkies <laughs> and do a couple push-ups, maybe. Yeah, like yeah. That's, it's a, it's a good balance, right? Jorge, are you crushing on anybody right now? Um. So here's that. Here's my thing, and I've been thinking about this question for a couple minutes. Because of my current state of like just chasing this dream, I have like a couple crushes. Um. Like there's like one in particular for sure that okay. we that we can go in depth with. Um, just in a, in a general consensus, I feel like I am no longer that dude that's like waiting to grab that napkin and give it to that girl with the barbecue sauce because mm-hmm. I'm too busy eating my food to get home to work on a script to work on an audition, and so it's like I'm not looking for opportunities anymore for them to need something i'm looking for an opportunity for me to be able to create something nice and so i feel like now i'm crushing even harder because now i'm like okay is there interest if there isn't i'm out not that i'm out but it's like i got stuff i gotta take care of yeah and so i would love to speak to someone that i'm interested in but also i know that somebody out there is working harder than me right now and i gotta be working harder than them (laughs) just try to catch up so like so you're crushing on being creative well there is a physical person okay there is a physical person how did you meet this person or like yeah so um so they they work at my job okay yeah and i have multiple jobs right now so i won't say which one it is don't know because it's gonna give it's gonna give it it's gonna give it away it's gonna give it away what do you like about this person um so it's dude it's it's really it's a vibe Uh uh-huh like it's such a vibe because um like like i started saying like i'm in this like exploration of myself of like just being more aware Mm -hmm. and then really taking things as they are um you know that big like it is what it is and it isn't what it isn't Mm -hmm. and just like if i'm at a certain place at a certain time because i I work part-time so my shifts are always different so i never know when i'm gonna see this person yeah but i have been seeing this person lately and like every time we see each other it's just we're just laughing already like stupid stuff but we're laughing yeah we don't even have to say anything and we're already laughing <laughs> um and she's also tall so it's like this whole tall thing is yeah. just coming back um but it's like i just feel like this person see so uh, what i've been noticing lately is that when i when i have this connection with someone mm-hmm. i can see them as a kid i see what they look like as a child 
Wow. Yeah. So like as they're laughing, like I can see their ch- like their sh- I don't know. This is gonna sound no, crazy. I, yeah, I get but it. their face changes into the child that they are. Like I can I can see it. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of crazy. It's like it's almost like hypnotizing like for me to see that but i can see like how they giggle and how they smile and it's like oh man i can see your childlike self and so it's it's very fun because i feel like i'm a child i'm the youngest of six and i feel like i can never grow up because if i'm 40 they're so much older than me (laughs) so i'm always gonna be the baby and so i see myself as just a big kid that just is playing all the time and she um i feel is like that same type of vibration or wavelength I like that because, like, that's a, another reason why I like to, like, I told you, like, I like to do this podcast because I like to see people, like, I like to see the kid in, in people. Mm. Like, I like to see kid, people go back to their six or seven year old oh, self dude. and, like, not, because, ex- like, like you're, it's a genuine. Yeah. Like, you, like, so I get why you say you, you see you see the kid because I've seen uh, many kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I just, and, like, that is a, that is something to take pride in or something, like, that you really, if you like that, like, you know what I'm saying? It really makes you really happy. Like it makes yeah. me really happy. Yeah, because I I feel like uh, our our child our child state. You know, the world was limitless. Mm-hmm. You know, we could do anything we wanted to, and we could make up anything we wanted to, and uh, and a bunch of sheets and some chairs was a castle. You know, yeah. and then we grow up, and people are like, "Stop doing that! Don't do that! Don't touch this! Don't don't do that! You know, you shouldn't do that!" Or oh, be careful with that, and then we lose our childlike sense of 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 seeing the world. Yeah. And so when I'm able to see somebody as a child um, in that in that exploration state, yeah. it's like, oh, wow, man, we're just kids that are clowning. But we're adults, obviously. Yeah. Um, and it's like. I feel see, I'm taking a, I'm, t- I'm taking too long of a pause. No, like fine. my brain is going crazy. No, right you're now. good. Because it, it's also like we don't as we get older. We don't give our child to other people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It might still be there, but I'm not going to show that child to everybody. Right. So, like, so to be that person who gets to see that child in that person in that moment, it's almost like you gave me something that, you know. Yeah. I appreciate it more because I know you don't give this to everybody else. Right. Yeah. Right. It makes it makes you feel it makes you feel unique mm-hmm. and it makes you feel um, it makes you feel special. Mm hmm. That you get to see something that not everyone else gets to see. You don't trust your child with just anybody. You know right. what I'm saying? It kind of goes back to that exploration state mm-hmm. of like when you're with your partner and you're and you're interested in in, in in exploration. It's because you feel comfortable, and it's because you see something in that person that okay, I got this, and I think you can handle it. Yeah, and I think it'll be great. It's yeah. and trust. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because that. It's a lot of vulnerability. Yeah. It's a lot of vulnerability in showing your child self because I feel like we're forced to grow up, you know. But I'm I'm still in Neverland. Yeah. You know, I'm still <laughs> like I'm Peter and I'm grown up. I'm Robin Williams now. I got that I got that cell phone. And I'm <laughs> and, and I'm doing that and I'm doing that Wild Wild West. That Wild Wild West, that three two one countdown with a cell phone with a flip phone. And then my son is playing with a baseball in the airplane and I'm like, yo, don't play with that baseball. But it's like, hold up. I was Peter Pan. Yeah. I I want to be Peter Pan again. Yeah. I don't want to be whatever. I don't want to be Peter or Pete. I don't know what they called Robin Williams' character when he was not in Neverland. Um, but I want to be Pan, you yeah. know? I want to be able to just play. And I want people to play with me. And it's cool if people aren't interested in that. Like, I'm also in this, like, mental state of, like, yo, it's cool 
you're not down to clown, I respect that. Yeah. And I'm down to clown. And, I, and I'm slowly just realizing who's down to clown with me. And I feel like that's where, like, my crush game has really shifted because I'm going to be honest, and this is going to sound, you know, it's going to sound bad, but I used to just be like, what's up? Is there a booty there? Because as a Cuban man, there's, you know, feel me, there's got to be a booty. And so I was just yeah. looking at, I was just looking at physical. I mean, you know? but it's it's also growth, you know what I'm saying? For real. And you've done a lot of growing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because when I was young, it was just aesthetics. aesthetics You're not just going to put your booty on anybody anymore. <laughs> right, right. I can't, you're saving, I can't be... <laughs> you're saving your booty for it. <laughs> you're saving your booty. T- I'm saving these booty twerks because <laughs> they are, they are, <laughs> they are top shelf <laughs> booty twerks. But also like. This booty is down to clown. This, but this booty is down to clown. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted now. <laughs> no, yeah, but I like I like I like that. And then now you know that in finding yourself, you're finding out who you want more. So, yes. And you're finding that you do want somebody who, for the most part, you do want somebody who is uh down to go. Like you just be fun and like you know show that child to you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Whether or not they want to like they're as open with the comedy as you are as long as they're still open to it you know for sure for sure for sure yeah it's i like that's i think that's the second level um you know like once once we have like this like this just this nonchalant like hey we're kids Mm -hmm. or or, hey we're joking around i think then it becomes like what what are the goals Uh, because at the end of the day i'm still that giving person so i'm like what are your goals because i want to help you with your goals Mm -hmm. and you know what if we ride this train together you know, what if we, what if we're each other's accountability partners? You know, that's, that's kind of what, but that's already like, you know, almost relationship and stuff like that. So that's you showing your Peter. That's your Pete. That's my Pete. Yeah. Right, right. My checks and balances is Pete. So you get, the, yeah, so mm, you show them Pan. Okay. And if they can handle Pan, then you show them Pete. Got, right. Yeah. Yeah. Not the other way around. No, you show them. Mm, which you, usually it's the other yeah, way around. If you can take me at my Peter. You you can then I'll show so you, you my Pete. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying like a sexual innuendo, <laughs> and so the whole time I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you showing them your Peter. You feel me? You gotta let them know that that Peter is the best. I was like, oh God, no. Robert, this is no. this conversation is taking a turn. <laughs> <laughs> that is where this covers no but uh no I, yeah i so feel you, you i feel you, you. show I feel your you. kid first and like yeah. you, they're like and then okay. they get to see my robin my yeah. robin williams if yeah if you're like okay i do like i do like someone i can be a kid with yeah then you're like cool i'm glad you like that but hey i do have like this adult side that i do want to be here and grow yeah. with you yeah but also your primary person right now is your peter pan you know what i'm saying right that's who you want like that's yeah so they have to like you there first before you will show them. Preach. Yeah, I got this. Like, yes, you know, bro. I yes. still got this cell phone and I'm still at my son's game. Yes. But at nighttime when I put him to bed, <laughs> we gonna clown. Right. Wow. See? Wow. I mean what a what an exploration of <laughs> what an exploration of, of childish self yeah. that we've gone through, I feel, in this podcast. I love like I love oh my god so I do this. This is so inspiring. It's like this showing is... your clown face, you know what I'm saying? Like finding your clown. Yes. It's finding your inner child is it's just going back in your childhood and seeing like what you liked and yeah. why you liked it. And now who you are now and why you still like the shit that you like. Yeah. Yeah, to to quote uh, the mask with Jim Carrey when uh when the dude from from Dry Eyes I forgot his name 
clear ben stein ben stein ben stein, ben stein. hey go. and he didn't even find it i found it in my own head yeah. okay cool so when ben stein goes we all wear masks metaphorically speaking yeah uh and then jim carrey makes fun of that that quote but then he puts on the mask it really is those masks that we wear um and i've and i've noticed the masks mm-hmm. and i've noticed that the dude it's it's crazy the filters that we have and so it's like i have to be this way with this certain type of person different masks too yeah like you don't just have one mask oh my god so many different masks and it sometimes it could become overwhelming or exhausting yeah um because how are you gonna put on the 10 different masks in one room like it's it's just code checking yeah yeah and you're and you're and you're code switching code Sorry. switching code checking well you're also when you code switching you got to check your code yeah you got to check your code yeah you, you feel gotta, me you got it gets hot when you just you got to check yourself at the door <laughs> all right uh this is this is me this is my me mask yeah. i'll put that in the closet and i got these 30 masks on me um but i but but through that through the mask analogy or realization the mask that you're wearing makes that person look completely different too because you're listening to them from a filter of i need to be professional and so you're looking at this person and that person could be down to clown but you're only interested in that professional aspect of it and their child probably wants to come out but you're not in that child you're not wearing that child mask and so you might miss that opportunity because you're not you're not looking at it from a blank slate you're not looking at it from a blank canvas if you're not you're not showing your yourself or you know your your child um they're not either <laughs> right so not only do you have your you're not filtering it through your own mask you have to add on the field like you have to subtract the mask that they're wearing too yeah to figure out what's really happening you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's just we've been hard a lot of us been hard like we have the opportunity like we work in the entertainment business you know what i'm saying right so like we have more of a chance to show our clown a lot more you know what i'm saying and like we've accepted yeah. that and like you know we we play with it all the time right like a lot of other people like they they are so used to wearing this mask that like it's hard to take it off yeah because even in doing what we're doing um it's hard to take it off sometimes. some of them don't know that they're wearing it yeah and it's like and it's you know it's it's easier to know or to see what someone's going through than what you're going through because mm-hmm. it's like they'll they'll tell you what's going on and you're just like oh yeah all you gotta do is do this and this but then you tell them and they're like oh no that's not feasible and it's like no it is feasible you just don't see it yet yeah and it's like those blessings are there and um this thing it it keeps coming up in my life right now excuse me that it's a it's a weird analogy that i've that i that i made up years ago but it works and it's like i've noticed that there's people who there's blessings that are for you already, like predetermined. Yeah. From the like your. What's yours is yours. What's yours is yours. Yeah. Uh, lo que está para ti nadie te lo quita. Si. Is a is a is a is a saying that uh, Willie Chirino has a song about. Which Willie Chirino is a Cuban uh, singer. But basically, the the analogy that I use is that you have a VCR, and you're using tapes. Those are your blessings, right? Mm-hmm. Those are your tapes. God gives you a DVD, and you look at that DVD and you're like, well, what's this? Because you ain't ready for it. Mm-hmm. You're not ready for that DVD. So if if a blessing comes and you're not ready for it, then you won't know what to do with it. You got to move from a VCR to a DVD player. So that way, when God gives you that DVD, 
you know to plug it in you know to press play you got menus you have you have director's cuts you have all this extra stuff that comes yep. with a dvd but if you still on a vcr baby you ain't gonna get that dvd yeah. if you're not looking for if you if you're not working toward the next thing you know what i'm saying if, right. you're, if you get comfortable like in this analogy if you get comfortable with your vcr right and you hear dvds are out there but you're like i got D, i got a vcr and netflix still coming like ever in the mail right. every day you know what i'm saying right you're not ready for these dvds when they get sent to you right and the dvds are so much better yeah you just don't know that. You and then if you stick that. to DVDs, you're going to fucking miss Netflix. Right. Well, or then the, Netflix is the next thing. Or, yeah, or then, yeah. then it was Blu-ray. Then it yeah. was Netflix. Then it was... And then there's things that we don't even know about that are coming down the pipe. But it's like, he'll only give you that DVD when you're mentally working at a speed of a DVD player. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, you know, through these... I, so I bring it back to the masks. And it's like if you're wearing that mask and you're not being and you're being disingenuous, mm -hmm. disingenuous, I think, is a word. If you're not being your truest self, then who are you and what's this journey that you're going on? That's that's an alternative from who you really are. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Sometimes we get comfortable being somebody else that we're not. And also, who is this? Whatever you're doing, if you're not being your genuine self, um, what is who is this journey for? Because if it's not for the your actual person, right. your your genuine self, you're chasing something that's not you don't even want. Right. So you're not coming at it from a pure, you know, you're oh not going for it as hard because right. you don't want this. You're only going for it because you think you should want this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Society, yeah. the world has told me yeah. that I should do this. Well, you had on your mask, so you couldn't see what you wanted. Yeah. So you ended up going yes. another way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm like celebrating and looking around at the same time. That's why. That's why Robert laughed. It's so. But good I'm just to like, hear. yes. That, that's yeah. so good. That's so perfect. Yeah. Because of that mask, because of that filter, uh, I can't. I I may I may not be able to see what I yeah. really want. And sometimes you you feel it. You, you it's burning in your chest. But my filter is so much stronger than what's burning like, in my chest because it's been there for so long. It could long. be like blinders. You know what I'm saying? You don't see this path yes. on the right because the Oof. eyes of this mask only goes like you know they only go straight. Yeah. Um, yeah. But on that note, you guys, you guys take that in. Listen to these uh, quick commercials, hey. and we'll be right back. You ever just tired from a long day of crushing? And you gotta eat, right? Well, guess what? There's meal in a box. Five great ingredients straight to your front door. After work, you've been crushing on that guy in your cubicle next to you. Crushing on that gal at the gym? Don't worry. You're gonna feed that appetite. Five delicious ingredients. Meal in a box. That's right. You can crush on a full stomach now. <laughs> Offer code crushing it. All right, you guys. Uh, we're coming back from commercials. Really fun today because producer Brandon wants to have an attitude with me. So you know the clap. It's very important. It's very important. Thanks. Not the disease, but the clap of hey, sound. Both of them are very important. It's very important. You don't want to get one, and then you want to get the other one right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, you guys, we are still, but we are back with Jorge, and we just had, um, are you guys still reeling for that amazing conversation that we had about being your true self, oh. and find, and like being your actual child, right. and seeing somebody else's child, and starting to crush on that. Yeah. Um, we were just talking on the break, Jorge, about, uh, you were saying about... Oh, so, before we went on the break, it was about, like, the masks and how the mask that we have really sometimes filters and takes over how we see yeah. people. And so, my brain clicked, but then we went on the break, and I was like, oh, no, but now I can say it. It all, <laughs> it all came full circle because it's like, 
when we're kids, we have that limitless view on life and then we get heartbroken mm -hmm. and then we go through stuff, trials and tribulations that then a mask gets created. Yep. And so we're living through these masks and we've made up these stories that aren't real, that it's like, oh, all women are this, all men are this, or all people who treat me like this are this. And all of that is just made up. It's mm -hmm. a made up mask. And so some people die with that mask on and never really see mm -hmm. the true potential of, of another human being in their life. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all humans. Um, what a journey. But let's talk about Jorge. What's the best date you've ever been on? The best date I've ever been on. So I would have to say, um, oh God, I'm a simple man. I'm a simple <laughs> man. I'm not, I'm not that intricate. And so for me, I, it has to be split in between two. Cause there's, there's like the, the beach date that I went on where it was like a blanket cooler food beers early it was early it was like i think we got there before the sun went up wow yeah so we watched the sunrise on so this was in miami on south beach and like i remember getting like strawberries and like we had i think i don't think it was beer i think it was like champagne as well and it was just oh no mimosas mimosas because okay. it was early it was real early so it was mimosas, strawberries, and then like, you know, just dip and food and like sandwiches and stuff. But like, it was just this moment of like, wow, we're here together. We're sharing this moment. No one's at this beach right now but us, which is very rare because people are always at the beach in, in Miami. Um, And then it was so funny because in the middle of it, it started to rain. Mm -hmm. And we literally just like picked up the stuff. We ran under like some covers, like some shelter. And then we waited until it went away, and then we went back out there. And it was just like the rain didn't stop us at all mm -hmm. from enjoying that day. We, we started laughing when it started raining. And we went over, and then we were just laughing under the shed, and we were, like, telling each other jokes and stuff and just, like, just roasting the rain, like, just like just making fun of it. And that uh, goes along with the whole you uh, – sorry to interrupt, but the no, whole you – No, interrupt uh, me, please. I talk too much. No. <laughs> uh <laughs> you going with the flow yeah and being open to everything and like that's yeah. what you like you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's it's had a constant in your life i feel yeah. like yeah and she did that too and you that's know, what she, yeah she was about it and that's what made it a uh, a good ass date yeah that's it a good first that's date. what it was the other one would just be like six flags like i've been on a date at six flags where like we just god it was so much fun it's my favorite thing in the whole like, world we literally played heads up waiting in every single line every single line we played heads up and she didn't want to quit playing and neither did i i could play heads up forever bro <laughs> and like people are like okay cool man we've played for three hours like let it go we've done every single game on there and i'm like okay cool you gotta stop me because if not i'll keep going and she and dude this was like this date started at 10 in the morning and ended at two o'clock in the morning okay so like 10 a.m to yeah. all because it was it was it was hollow scream the, okay. the the horror thing okay yeah so we, was it was it in Miami or was it out here? This was out here. This was oh, out Fright here. Fest. This was out here. Fright Fest. There it is. There it is. Fright Fest. Fright Fest. So we got there at 10 in the morning, rode all the rides, then did all the haunted houses, then left at 2 in the morning. Uh, what's the worst date you've ever been so on? So the worst date I've ever been on, uh, worst date, it was the day that I, so I had a girlfriend in high school, sophomore year, Estefania, and she's Cuban-Puerto Rican. Mm -hmm. I'm Cuban-Puerto Rican. I was a sophomore. She was a freshman. 
we were seeing each other for a while and then I met her parents. So the day that I met her parents, they wanted to go have dinner, all of us. So we went to Flanagan's. There it is again, Flanagan's. Bro. If you're in Miami, go check it out. If you're in Miami, you need and bro and eat the rib rolls. <laughs> rib rolls. It's like oh my god. It's like it's like a it's like uh I'm not gonna get into it. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened, but my stomach is bumping, bro. I oh, got God. nasty bubble guts. Like, I don't know if it was food poisoning, what was going on. So I meet I meet the family, bro. I so I I'm meeting her family for the first time. Yeah. So I don't tell her that my stomach is bumping. I obviously I'm not going to tell anybody. So I'm just there, bro, and they're like, "Oh, so what do you want to eat?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm not sure." And and um Etefania, she knows that I like shrimp. So she's like, "Oh, you should get the shrimp plate, and just get it with all the seasoning and stuff." And I'm and bro, at this point, I'm very young. I'm not. I'm not a person who speaks their mind or their voice. I'm just like, go with the flow. Especially tonight, I'm meeting her parents, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, that's cool. I'll be right back." And I go to the bathroom, bro, and I come back, and then I go to the bathroom again, <laughs> and I come back, and then the sh- and then the plate of shrimp is there. And here's the thing about it's probably not just Latino culture, but excuse me. In Latino culture, if you're ever eating with Latino parents, you have to eat the entire plate. Yeah. You have to. You ha- If you leave a fry on that plate, they'll be like, did you not like the food? What happened? And then you become this dude that no one likes. And I remember all my friends were like, all their moms were like, oh, my God, I love I love him because he always eats my food. And so that's like big in the Latino community. And so I was like, okay, cool. Flanagan shrimp. It's going down, bro. I got it like halfway. And, and they serve you like 32 of them. I got halfway through that and I went to the bathroom twice and they were just like, are you okay? And I was just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just drinking a lot of water. <laughs> and I just kept telling them that I was peeing. Um, and dude, it was like, my stomach was like punching me on the side and I'm just trying to like hold a conversation with her dad. And her dad is like this dude that like says two words at a time, but is like super pissed. How old were you? I was 16. Oh, I was sick. I was a sophomore in high school, so I was either 16. Yeah, 16, 16, 16 or 15, probably 16. And they drove us there, so they drove us back. Bro, on the drive back, I almost sharded myself. Like, I almost just shit in their car. I felt so bad, and I didn't say anything still. And she was like, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then I finally told her, like, at the end of the night, she was like, you could have said something from the beginning. And I was like... I could have said something from the beginning, but I didn't because I didn't want to be rude. And I ate all, bro. I mean, the fuck, the fucking plate had shrimp, fries, cold slaw. I mean, I think there was a baked potato in there too. I'm like, God, why is there so much on this plate? I ate it all. I ate it all. It was, and it went in and out. You know, uh, you know, it's kind of nasty. That I'm saying that, but that was my worst date because it was like the stakes were so high. I gotta make a good impression. And you're These 16. Are the parents. And I'm 16. And I don't know how to communicate that I'm shitting myself because it's a date. And I really like this girl. And that's the thing. I still believe this till this day. If the parents love you, then she'll love you. Because, dude, if the parents don't like you, the parents are going to be like, you know what? He's really nice, but you could do so much better, honey. Also, if you're 16, you know oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> the, stakes are, the stakes are, can you take me higher? <laughs> Yeah. Or maybe she would have fell in love with you even more if the parents didn't like you. Oh, yeah, right? Because of that rebellious yeah. stage. My man's rebellious. He shits. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> so that, that girl that girl was the first girl I ever fell in love with. And I I felt the love. 
And I told her mom, I was like, I want to let you know that I'm in love with your daughter. And the first thing she says is, don't tell her. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, don't don't tell her because it's just going to ruin your relationship. Because you guys are still very young and it's very early in the relationship. So just just hold on to that. And you'll know when to say it. And I was like, okay, dope. You know, because I respected her and I and I really loved her. She was great. Um, and so, dude, one day I'm at I'm at school. No, I'm at home. Sorry, we're running over on time. You're good. We're at home. I'm at home, and I get a phone call, and it's literally this. Mind you, I get a phone call at my house phone. I had a cordless. Yeah. I had that wireless VTech blue phone. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah, baby. You can see the cables in it. It was yeah. super cool. I pick up the phone, and it's. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I went back there. I'm so sorry, dude. That VTech, that VTech, and then it would beep 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 when the fucking battery was low. You knew you had to. Oh god, I gotta get the fucking cordless now. I mean, I gotta get the corded phone. But I pick up the phone, and she's like. She's like, hey, babe. And I'm like, hey, what's up, babe? And she goes, I just want to tell you something, and then I'm going to hang up the phone. And I'm like, what? And she goes, I just want to tell you that I love you. Okay, bye. And she hangs up the phone. And then I was like, I was like, oh, my God. It was like the feeling of kissing Caridad for the first time again. I was like, oh, my God. I felt this. Yeah. And her mom told me not to say it. And then she ended up saying it like maybe a month later. I don't remember the time frame. It's too long ago to remember the time frame. But she said it first. Bro, I called her back so quick. And I was like, I fucking love you too. And I didn't tell you because your mom told me not to tell you. What did she say? Dude, she was like, she didn't. She she was like silent for like, I want to say the longest 30 seconds of my life. And it was because she didn't know how to react because she just said it to say it because she felt it. Um, and so I was like, no, like, I love you too. And then that next day in school, we just like hugged each other forever. And we just kept looking into each other's eyes, into each other's eyes, and then saying that we love each other. And it was so beautiful. And then she ended up being like the worst heartbreak ever. Wait, what? I know, dude. I'm really, I'm really, no, set, you I know. are good. I'm this really setting a... us up on time. But okay, so I'm going to make a long story. I'm going to, sorry, I keep looking at the clock, so <laughs> no, now they minimized fine. it. I just don't want to go over. I want to I respect your no, time. No, you're fine. You're um, fine. <clears throat> so you're fine. here's the thing. So <laughs> we end up, dude, she ends up breaking up with me like 10 times. And yeah. we end up getting back every time. So then we end up in the same science class. Uh, my senior year, her junior year. High school. High school, we end up in the same science class. And here's the thing, back then I had this thing where like, if you talked about my mom, it was like my blood would boil and I would wanna fight you. Like that's the one thing you don't do, you don't talk about my mama, okay. like don't disrespect me like that. And so she, I felt like she was on a mission to just make me mad. And she was not succeeding. And so she hits the thing that hits me hardest the most, which, dude, we were kids, like, you know, whatever. She was just messing with me and she wanted to, she wanted to get me hot. She wanted to get me mad. And so she says something about my mom that's, I will not repeat, but it was very bad. It was very just like, wow, I can't believe you said this. And so in that moment, I created a story. I created a mask. See, it all comes back full circle. Yeah. Well, also her mom gave you a piece of your mask. Right. Right, by holding that in. Yeah. By holding in the love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I didn't even think about it like yeah. that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that till right now. Ooh, Robert, yeah. this is so crazy. Uh, I'm, this is my job. Yeah, I yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah, I bro, listen. you're doing it. You're doing it. You're, you're, that's why you're a great improviser because <laughs> you, you listen, bro. And I'm talking a lot. My bad. 
You are fine. This is your podcast. Uh, I'm just here to facilitate. Go on. I appreciate you. You're doing great. Both of y'all. <laughs> both of you are doing great. And so in that moment, I created this story. Anyone who loves me is going to hurt me at the end of the day. And dude, that was that was 16 years old, right? 15 mm-hmm. or 16? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven, 16, 17. I didn't grow out of that or realize that mask existed until I was like 24, 25. So almost 10 years yeah. of of really dealing with women and dating women where I was like, you know what? I can't love her because she's going to hurt me. And so I was always like, I was always like, yeah, we're together and I'm really interested in her and I care about her a lot, but I can't love her because if I love her, she's going to hurt me the way that this woman did. And so I lived this story for so long. And to make a long story short, I did this I did this self-development course called the Landmark Forum in uh, 2011. And that was one of the things that came up for me was my conversation with love. Mm-hmm. And it's so crazy because I didn't know that this mask existed yeah. that I created myself because the one woman that called me and said, I love you, and then hung up. And then I got to call her back on my VTEC phone that was blue and it was clear. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you, too. And it was so amazing, that feeling, that fire, that passion as a Latino man, the passion. It was so great. Yeah. And then for her to bring me down and do the one thing that I hated. I was like, bro, I can't love nobody. Also, just so if you're listening, because I know you're thinking this, the mom told you not to tell her that you love her because it'll ruin it. And then so I think you, you, like it's also you can internalize that as she was right. So I can't tell anybody that I love them because they will hurt me. She planted the seed. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just, it was kind of that gay move. Like the mom did the initial move yes it's like and then the girl like not like on purpose or whatever like, for but sure for yes, sure and did it like you know two yeah. like the second beat third beat it was an and alley-oop now, to a slam yeah dunk. and now that's just like mm. when you're in a relationship that's your that's your gay move that's your wow. go-to kind of like when you're breaking yourself out of it now because yeah. you you acknowledge it, you took off the mask for sure you I, stepped I got out of that scene i got rid of the mask yeah. yes i swept that scene yeah i took off that mask a long time ago yeah. and now and it excuse me it still shows up in my mind my little voice in my head says oh be careful and then i'm like thank you for sharing shut the fuck up i'm gonna continue living my life because it's not real Mm -hmm. but the mask makes it feel real and it's so crazy that you just said that because i never realized that that when the mom said that she spoke it into existence and instead of me going well she planted the seed in you right 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 right. instead of me saying thank you for sharing i'm gonna continue living my life i was like oh damn that's real Mm -hmm. because i was young and i didn't know any better and she was an adult and I was like, okay, she's got to be right. She's an adult. And I think that's the thing. We're like, oh, they're adults. They're right. They yeah. got to know what's going on. But then uh, no one has any idea. I'm an age and I have no idea. Right. Yeah. Wow. Thank you no for problem. saying Th- that. Like, thank you for thank opening you for, up. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for noticing that. Because I never, never thought about that from the mom's angle of, yeah. oh, dude, that is true, bro. And how many masks am I wearing beyond that? You know? Yeah. Oof! Wow, guys, this podcast got deep. <laughs> this part, but you know, and it all goes back to childhood. That and child. Let's take this back to, Jorge. If I gave you all the money in the world, Dope. for one day, one date, what one is your date. dream date? All the money in the world. And also, let me set this up to where if you want to fly somewhere, the date starts after you get off the plane. 
the date starts after you get yeah, off the so plane. Yeah, so like I'm not using that, that as your time like for the Got day. It. But also you can use that money for before like say you want to charter a jet or you want to yeah. go first class like you can all yeah. use that money on the plane. You know, as you said it my my brain goes so um the there's a there's the five love languages, mm-hmm. okay? And so I think my love language is like gifts. And it's like making making the person feel unique and that they feel heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the ways I do that is by like knowing like just what your favorite movie is, what your favorite candy is, what your favorite chocolate is. And because for me, sometimes, you know, if you bring me a bag of Reese's Pieces, that for me is so much bigger than like than like a five-star dinner mm-hmm. it's like yo i really love, I reese's, fucking pieces. love reese's pieces yeah and and so it's like and you listened and so when you ask me that question my brain goes it goes into flying for sure shit load of reese's pieces <laughs> my brain well my brain goes into what are my dates five favorite foods or four or three whatever the number is of favorite foods yeah. and whatever my time limit is on this date I want to fly to where that food originated from and have them eat that food. Quick question. Would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Would I survive? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what, what is your plan? I mean, <laughs> um, so growing up with two brothers that are cops, I've shot a lot of guns. Okay. Um. I have one. I have a gun, but it's in storage. It doesn't even have. I don't even have bullets for it. Like it was like a gift, and I don't really mess with it. But I mean, I know how to shoot a shotgun, and I know how to. I know how to blow off some heads. Okay. If it was zombies, obviously. Um, but also, I feel like I could be really quiet <laughs> if I need to be. So you'd also survive the quiet place. I'd also survive the quiet place for sure. Like if there's zombies walking around, like I wouldn't freak out. Like I'd be able to just stay calm, cool, and collected, and know they're not going to be able to hear me. And I'm also really loud, so I feel like I'd be good at getting a lot of people together and like getting them in one spot and like being like the hero. But also, I just thought of this: that if I do get a lot of people in one spot, the zombies could eat them before they eat me, which is very selfish and fucked up. Yeah. But so what I gather is you're gonna create a cult uh, of, people, of followers. Boom. And then so so if zombie if the zombies do come, that is the true calling. Yeah. That is what's supposed to happen, and you are supposed to sacrifice yourself for the leader. Boom. Meat. Right. Well, yeah. they wear their Nikes and their track suits <laughs> <laughs> and drink that Kool-Aid, baby. Uh, That's well, very what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, my biggest pet peeve. My biggest... Uh, I'd have to say... My biggest pet peeve is when people chew with their mouth open. <laughs> like, that drives me insane. Insane. So, like, even gum? Dude... I mean anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna make the sound and I'm gonna almost throw up on myself. But this this that thing right there. Oh my god! I'm cringing right now just hearing myself do it. So you're not an ASMR guy, dude? No. Yeah. Oh my god! It's it's so bro. It's so bad. I've left break rooms. I've left conversations. It's just, and I don't know why I can't do it. Yeah. But I just. Bro, it's like it 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 hurts my ears just hearing the slapping of the 
Oh God! Uh, you guys should uh, see him right now. He is like, bro, like not just cringing. Like his whole body is a full-on cringe. Oh God! It's I don't know why. I don't know why. It ha- and then, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna get into details, but I've, dude, I've just left places. I can't. I can't. I'm trying to think of a, a different pet peeve that's just not like no, a, that's a, perfect. a mouth thing. But okay, cool. Uh, what's uh, your favorite cereal? Oh, my favorite cereal. God, there's so many. Wow. So, uh, you know, I loved all the kid ones, man. Mm-hmm. But my favorite, my favorite is uh, Chex or Crispix. Really? Yeah, dude. It sounds weird because it's an old people cereal but i'll tell you why here's the thing and chris picks more than checks but i love milk yeah so i grew up as a when i was a kid i couldn't fall asleep unless i had cereal at night like i had to have cereal cereal and milk at yeah. night every night i could i couldn't fall asleep unless i had it chris picks they are hollow so it's like a it's like a stop sign it's an octagon shaped okay. cereal yeah it's an octagon shaped cereal but inside of it is empty and when you pour the milk it <laughs> holds the milk inside of it oh see that sounds like so, my worst nightmare oh god i hate milk oh my god see opposite over here dude it holds oh. it holds the milk so when you get it in that spoon and you bite into that fucker it's like a gusher but of milk what? Like how great is that? No. <laughs> yes. So remember how I was cringing with the mouth thing? Robert right now. You can't I see him, can't. but he's dude, his face, his hands are on his face. He has fists For right t- now. <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing worse like of a milk gusher. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my dream. My it's a dream come true for me. <laughs> oh my god. I I'm, okay, we're just gonna move on. Okay, okay. cool. We'll edit. We'll edit in post. We'll edit in post. No, we're keeping all of that. <laughs> I just. Oh my oh, god. Oh, that's gonna drive. Me. I'm gonna have fucking nightmares tonight. Dude. Um, I think I'm gonna grab a box when I go <laughs> when I go home today. I haven't had it in so long. All right, let's get it. Let's uh, get, let's get it. Okay, what is the worst thing that you want to share that you've done it as a child? The worst thing that I want to share that I've done as a child. The worst thing. What's the worst thing that little Jorge did? Oh man. Okay. So this was middle school. This was middle school. And there was this girl. It was I forgot her name, but she was like this nerdy girl and we were we would all make fun of her. And I feel so bad. You said worse. And this is this is really bad. And this came to my mind. Um I didn't take part of it but i knew about it and i witnessed it and so i feel like you're complicit i'm part of it right right i'm 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 an accessory to it um during lunch somebody brought like x lax and they put it in her fucking chocolate milk bro and i watched it happen and i was just like i mean it won't be that bad you know because i had never taken x lax before so i didn't know the repercussions of the fucking shit and how it works of the fucking shit see what i did there i didn't even do that on purpose uh bro she didn't make it to fourth period dude and i think she missed like three i mean we could have killed that girl how old were you um, dude uh, this was this was this was middle school this okay. was seventh don't worry seventh she got grade. her cut she, she she got you back did she you see, me back? Did you see her before <laughs> you went on that date with the family? Oh, oh, you know what? Karma, baby. I didn't even think about that. 
Wow, karma did come back to bite me in the ass on that first date, <laughs> bro. I shit my life away on that fucking Flanagan's date. Damn. I wish you don't forget that Flanagan's bathroom. Though. Oh like, my god, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, re- I don't forget that. See, and that's what you get. It was that Hialeah Flanagan's on 49th Street. Anybody who's listening to this from Miami, y'all know where it's at. Okay, Jorge, oh I've been god. nice and I've, I've not asked you any sexual questions this whole time. I've been okay. pretty PG. Okay. Which, um, but let's go. But Just now, pick one. Okay. Thighs, cheek, face. Or mouth. I gotta go with thighs. Thighs. Oh yeah. Okay. Which one excites you? Money, candles, text, or slow? Just the word slow. Money, candles, text, or slow? Oh my god, slow all day. Like a hundred percent. All right. What scares you out of the same four? Because slow is a four-letter word. <laughs> what scares me out of money? Uh, money slow text or candles money slow text or candles what scares you uh, what scares me um oh god what scares me is sending one of those like vulnerable text or one of those texts that's real fucking nasty and then you see the bubbles on the text and they stop and then they stop and then you're like damn did i fuck up oh no and then you're just and then you're just staring at it waiting for the bubbles to come back and then sometimes they come back and sometimes they don't. And it's like, you feel me? It's you know, 20. You it's, know you still get uh, the bubbles of someone taking a picture, right? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, maybe they sent in a pic. Okay. Because, <laughs> it's, dude, it's 2018 and I'm just trying to be, you know, the best, the best man that I can be. Yeah. And I'm always writing stuff thinking, all right, they're done with the get down. They sent me this text. So yeah. I'm going to respond. But, bro, my heightening game when it comes to <laughs> sexual shit is sometimes You're too if good. You're then what is. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right, my if my if this is true, then this has to be true. Goes to uh, Mars and goes to like out of this world, and then it's like, whoa, we're not even on the third beat yet. My bad, we're not. We haven't even done the first group game, yeah. and I'm already heightening like a mom. All this inside baseball, <laughs> right? right. Uh, top, uh, top. I have two questions here. Which one do you want, top or bottom or both? Wait, you have two questions. Yeah, one's on the top, one's on the bottom. Uh, I'll do both. Let's do both. All right, which one do you want first? Oh, give me, uh, give me bottom first. Okay. Have, have I? I don't know if I've asked this question yet on the pod. Ooh. We haven't asked the question. <laughs> wow. He just, <laughs> Narky Robert just wants to make sure. Uh, <laughs> have you ever had a threesome? Yes, I have. Nice. I have. Do you like being naked? There's another question. Um, so do I like being naked yeah. if I'm like by myself in the house? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you remember when the Xbox Connect came out? Yeah, I didn't uh, have one, but yeah. So I played with the girl that I was dating at the time. We played with the Xbox Connect naked. And it films you. It films you. It records you. And so we were, like, doing crazy poses, but naked as fuck. <laughs> Just butt-ass naked. It was very funny. And then we deleted all the videos, obviously. I was going to say, like, what, is it yeah, one of those, like, that Xbox people can join in on games? No, 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 no. It wasn't, like, live. It wasn't, like, yo, what's up? It's a group. No, no, no. And then I know everyone's going to want me to go back to the threesome thing because uh, they're going to be like, what? You no, said that you and it didn't go back to, to it? You can just answer it like that. Leave it there. Like, keep people wondering if oh you want. Oh, my God. Should I just leave it there? <laughs> well, I I will I will say this. I will say this. Don't don't knock it till you try it. You know, if you're open, if you're open to that, yeah. of course, which in that moment in time of my life, um, I was open to it. And it was and it was you know what? It was it was a journey. It was a great experience. It happened multiple times with uh, with the same two ladies. And um, it was something that I thought that would never happen to me. And mm-hmm. I was like, nah, bro, this is things that you watch on TV. 
Um, but uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it was dope, man. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you feel <laughs> me? That shit was crazy. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my that's like my my trick daddy that's yeah. that's that's like drunk as far as I like, I'm gonna tell you shout it that shit was crazy though. Yeah. It's uh it's insane. It's insane. But it's, it's a lot going on. Dude, it's a lot going on. There's a lot of responsibility and I'm a giver. I'm a giver, so that means I gotta make sure that two people your are, are feeling it. You feel me? Your boy like your boy <laughs> you likes to please. Your boy <laughs> It's my love language, but also it's right. my biggest like right. Right, we'll it's go, my downfall. If I gotta go five, six hours, you feel me? I mean, I'm down. I'm okay. down. I'm down. All right, that's a little bit too much. I'm trying to, we, well, tried, you, we really tried to keep it PG and then took a turn. No, it, this is where it, this is where it should have been. This is where it this, needed to be at the oh, okay. end. Perfect. Uh, Jorge, Let's you survived. I survived. So Dude, I just what a not to cut you off. Uh, what a journey. Uh, what a journey this has been. Yeah, I'm so happy that we did this. I'm excited. I, I got like, a, this, I got a lot out of it. It's I don't know. You're so open and honest, and I just I loved everything about this. This was great. It was perfect. So I have been writing down some answers. Okay. Um. Or, so hold on, real quick. Jorge, do you want kids? Yes. How many? Six of them. I already had six. And I'm down to have four and adopt two. Okay. Yeah, perfect. yeah. I Adoption had is all those numbers there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, because whenever I say six, women are like, are you crazy? And I'm like, cool, I'll settle for four, four births, and then, you know, two more adoptions. Or even three births and three adoptions. But I want six because I'm one of six. Yeah, my, my uh, I'm one of six. Yeah. Yeah. You feel me? Uh, it's a lot of people. But it's also, I'm people. one of three because I'm, well, I'm like, we're split in half. From the marriages. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm the only one from this marriage. Okay. There are six of us in total from different marriages, yeah. but they're my brothers and they're same. my yes. sisters. I'm not like, oh, we got different moms, so you're not. No, no, no. It's yeah. all the same. Br- yeah. Produce, uh, Jorge, what is a dream car? My dream car. Dream car. You know, being a car salesman for Mercedes, I learned a lot about cars. Um, Honestly... I would, um, for the earth, for the earth's sake. This is you, all the money in the world. What's your dream car? Okay. You're, See how you just, you just. <laughs> you're, you're giving, you're being a giver. <laughs> See, I'm being a giver. You're being, being a, a giver, giver to the earth. I'm giving to mother, to mother nature. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I've gotten up close and personal with like a Bugatti once. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, like this is, this is a, this is a real machine. Yeah, so I'm mess with a Bugatti. Okay, and what is your other car that you wanted that's gonna save the Earth? Well, so Tesla makes this uh, this car, which is called the Model X, which is like an SUV, but it's got the it's got the Gullwing doors, which is like the Back oh, yeah. to the Future car in the back, mm-hmm. and that's pretty dope. And that's I mean that's that's really dope. Producer Brady, give me something, please. Just one. Yeah. I'm putting you back on the bus. <laughs> which bus? Just Metro. Oh. Just, uh, public, public transportation. Oh okay. yeah, okay. I mean I love and I love the bus. Okay, I really do because it it really helps me just escape, and it's someone else driving my car because <laughs> it's my bus. <laughs> uh, okay, Jorge. So tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have your results. Oh, here we go. So I played Mash with all your answers that I got from earlier, Jorge, and everybody knows Mash is Mansion Apartment Shacker House. It's the game that you like. People played in elementary school. Got it. Um, so for possible, uh, the person that you're gonna end up with for the rest of your life, I have Angulo or Angulo. Ah. I have uh, Bridget. Uh huh. I have Cardi B. Which is Cardi that? There you go. <laughs> and Bad Mom. 
So the one that not she her mom wasn't bad, but the one that the mom. Oh yeah, Stefania. Yes, bad mom. <laughs> I have for a possible amount of for the number of kids you are gonna have is gonna be zero, six, two, or four. Dope. And then for possible modes of transportation, I have a Bugatti, mm-hmm. a, a shitty car because you almost shit in that car. Ah, <laughs> it all comes back. Uh, a Tesla Model X and a bus. Dope. Everybody does uh, matches, match department, shacker house. And who do you think you ended up with, Jorge? I th- I want to say, ooh, I want to say I ended up with Angulo. Okay. How many kids do you guys have? Um, you know. She she was she was a tough woman. She really stood her ground. So maybe she'll make me change my mind and we'll have four <laughs> instead of six. <laughs> she'll be like, I'm putting my foot down. We're only having four. We're not adopting any. And that's it. And I'll be like, you got it, babe. You got it. <laughs> I'm very submissive. Uh, out of Bugatti, shitty car, Tesla, or bus, where do you think you are? Bro, with my luck, it's going to be that shitty car. <laughs> and Mansion Department Shacker House. Uh... You know what? With my carefree attitude, it'll be a shack. Okay. That's probably what uh, I'll end up you've with. You've got one out of four correct. God, Jesus Christ, I'm horrible. <laughs> um, no, you just didn't know. You and Bridget. Ooh. Oh, have Bridget Rodriguez. Six cars, have six kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That you take to your house. Awesome. In a shitty car. <laughs> oh, there it is. Shitty car was the winner. Or <laughs> <laughs> you've done everything. You've survived this. Oh, We've my God. have been on a big-ass journey that was fucking beautiful. It was great. And do you have anything that you want to promote while you're here? Um, I mean, just uh, my Instagram, Berrios305, uh, B-E-R-R-I-O-S, 305. The number's 305. Um, yeah, just follow me on IG. Uh, I'm on a team called Spanglish that performs improv, yes. and um, um, so I can't say what yet, but there's uh, there's a big there's a there's a big opportunity coming my way shortly, and uh, you guys can see me uh, soon. soon in a in a in a theater that's bigger than Second City and UCB, but it's it's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be a, a theater that has more than, has more, more than, than the seats, sixty chairs, right? More than sixty six, more than a hundred seats, and it's it's something that I've been working on for a while. I'm excited, and, uh, and I'm very I'm excited that you're excited yeah. because uh, Robert's been the homie for a minute now, and it's not about know, me. Uh, it is right now. I'm gonna make it about you because uh, I'm very giving, but God. it's just it's just so great. To ha- to do this with you and to see your tenacity and to see you up on stage and just on so many that. teams and dude, I will say this to all the listeners: if there's a show, Robert will be there. <laughs> if he's not doing this podcast, he'll be at that show. And like you support the community so much, and you're always at the shows, bro. And I just appreciate you and acknowledge you for that because without you, you feel me? There's one less person out there. And sometimes in a small crowd, dude, you make the difference because we hear your laugh and we know your laugh. <laughs> and so it's like for me personally, if I know you're out there, I'm like, my goal is to make Robert laugh at least once during this set. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Thank do you, you have a song that you want to promote? Or do you want to send to your crush? Who is? A song. Um. So there is a song. There is a song by Keenan the First, uh, which is lovely person. He's he's my roommate and he's dope, and I mean the music that he makes is just beautiful. Um, and you can follow him on Keenan the First, but he has a song that uh, he had. I mean, there's two, but there's really just this one, and it's called um, it's called I Believe You. Yeah, it's called I Believe You. 
Um, and it's just it was part of a short film, uh, and they asked him to do the song for it. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's and it's got like just this Miami style feel to it. Uh, and it's just it's just it's popping. Yeah, and I enjoy it. Um, and he's I mean he's gonna blow up soon. So oh no yeah this man it, it, like his number is already out there. Like, dude, it, it's about I mean, that yeah the the tenacity in this man yeah is is incredible. And I'm and I'm honored and lucky enough to be his roommate. Yeah. And so that way, you know, we see each other grinding, and it's like we just push each other so much. And his music really speaks so many different volumes because yeah. he raps and he sings. Um, so yeah, I believe you by Keenan the First. All right, we're sending that out to Jorge's crush. Hey. You guys do us a favor, follow us at Crushing It Podcast. Hey, share with a friend, tell a friend, listen to another episode again. You guys, just do it again. Listen to this episode again. Uh, we also have a website, tellusyourcrush.com. If you guys have, if you guys want to like send your uh, list, like your crushes to me that I could read out later on a future episode, just send yeah. it to crushingitpodcast at gmail.com. Other than that, thank you, producer Brandon. I always forget to thank Paul and Nick, uh, Paul Robolino and Nick Haddad, who do the artwork and the music for this podcast. Oh, thank you, guys. And, and thank, you, thank you, producer Brandon. Thank yeah. you, Jorge. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, guys. Oh, my God. Let's get it. Let's get it. Stay right. inspired, everybody. Yeah. Let's get it. Take off your mask. Oh, take off those masks and live. Yes. <laughs> get it. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.